Welcome to a Healing Peace Podcast. We partner with JNTEL, a nonprofit organization that provides educational programs to promote emotional and mental health while building our identity in Christ. In this podcast series, you will learn about me, Kimir Baker, the CEO and founder of JNTEL, and other life changers. We inspire, equip, and support you along your journeys. By the renewal of our minds, we overcome life challenges. We renew and rise up. Welcome home. It is a treat to have you. How are you doing? Did you have a great Thanksgiving? For me, I just rested. As I've stated previously, I am constantly learning how to slow my tail down. And sure enough, this Thanksgiving was one of those days. Now that I think about it, did you take advantage of that Black Friday? Were you out there shopping, getting those online deals? I know I enjoy my deals as well. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Also today is that wonderful Giving Tuesday. It's a day where people show generosity to nonprofits. And you know what? J Intelligent Networks is a nonprofit. That's who we are with a healing piece. We are part of this wonderful nonprofit organization. And I'm asking, come on now. You got some money left in your pocket. Feel free to donate to us today. And just know that when you are supporting this wonderful nonprofit organization, you don't have to worry about us in terms of all that money go to our staff members. No, we don't actually have those. (laughs) But that means your donation goes directly to support our programs like this little podcast. And our programs include our emotional health program for seniors. We call that Stronger You, Emotional Resilience. And of course, our Living Free to Be Me. So when you take the time today to contribute to this small nonprofit, you're really helping us to continue our mission to help others just embrace their emotional health. So go ahead and send a little something our way. Thank you very much. Now, back to the show. This is our wonderful tools and tips show where we gather all that wonderful information from our interviews to tangible nuggets that you can apply to your everyday. Our interviews with Jose, a hostage survivor, were amazing. He dropped so many nuggets, and I'm going to try my best to break them down for you. I may miss some things, but that does not mean that you cannot go back to listen to all that wonderful information once more through the interviews themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say that a lot of the things that he shared, he really had echoed what we've been just encouraging throughout this year with our segment on a renewed mind. And so before I start going off and getting on tangents, let me go ahead and jump into these wonderful tools and tips. So let's talk about a little bit. Jose stated in the interview that when adversity happens, Our first response is denial. However, we have to get to the decision point where we accept the adversity as our reality. He noted that his fellow hostages who did not get to the acceptance 
actually committed suicide. When I heard him share that, I was like, whoa, that's intense. Thus, to overcome adversity, our first step is to accept what is happening. Jose stated that he decided to overcome adversity. He had to face it. He had to do it by having a positive mindset. So once you accept the situation, the next step is to not only have a positive mindset, but to visualize the outcome that you want to achieve. I spoke with friends today and they noted that the first step in winning a marathon, because you know, it really does beat up your body just running for thousand, 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 thousand. I want to say thousand of miles, but it's not a thousand miles. I think it's like 20, 30 miles, but our bodies feel like it's a thousand miles. Anyways, she stated the first thing that you learn when you're about to do a marathon is that you have to visualize making it to the finish line. What does that look like? How are you going to celebrate completing the marathon? And all of this is the power of the mind. Our power of the mind is what takes us to victory. Our minds help us to break free or overcome adversity. Ooh, almost arrived there. But if you missed the tip, it is to visualize the outcome that you want despite the adversity. After sharing this tip, you may be thinking, come here. I understand you want me to visualize it. But I cannot imagine myself having the guts to change my situation. Therefore, I am falling flat when trying to visualize a different outcome. Before I tell you my little answer to this situation, I want you to know that this is quite a normal response. And that's why I have an answer for it. And basically what you're doing, you're wrestling with the grips of your current reality. In the forthcoming reality that you want it to be. So it's actually the non-reality at this moment. And so it's a tussle, it's a fight, it's a wrestling going on. And in the first interview with Jose, he noted that his previous experiences prepared him for being a hostage. He experienced challenges in the past and was unaware that they were prepping him for the biggest challenge of his life, that being a hostage. Therefore, tip number two requires some reflection on your part. Think through previous difficult situations and remind yourself how you overcame them. Remind yourself how God showed up for you. For instance, I'm unsure if I shared this story already, if I did, just go ahead and pretend that you never heard it before. When I was in IT, I had numerous experiences where I was not treated as an equal because of being a woman. I had men tell me some crazy things about myself. None of them were true, of course. The outcome of my stint in IT is that it taught me to recognize God in my life in the context of what he says means the most. It forced me to know who I am. I had to know that I was a talented and intelligent woman. Now fast forward 
to me being the CEO founder of a nonprofit. What do I need to do or to be to be successful in this world? First, I have to recognize God and know what he says mean the most. This is key because I can get wrapped up in people's needs and lose sight of God's plan for the nonprofit. Second, I have to know who I am. If I do not, then I'll quit. Why? Because being human, yes, it happens all the time. I start watching everyone else comparing, and then lo and behold, I feel inadequate. Thus, tip number two requires that you dig through past situations to provide hope and strength to visualize your alternate ending. In the guise of all these wonderful movies we have, it's your parallel universe. Who are you in that parallel universe? How about, I'm an overcomer. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Okay, I'm getting carried away. But you'll get to gist. Let's go ahead and move forward. Now, what I'm about to say next will not be anything new. I was so happy when Jose shared this. That being that once you make the decision and visualize the outcome, you got to make a plan and do it to overcome adversity. Just thinking about it will not produce the results that you want. Nope. Instead, you have to roll up those sleeves and get to work. Jose shared that the six of them joined forces and came up with a plan for their daily routine. It was amazing to hear that their plan include healthy self-care habits. Jose spoke about eating, cleaning, exercising, reading, praying, reading the Bible, meditation, and resting. Their plan in these areas kept Jose and the others going. They took care of their overall health, emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical. Once again, we have numerously spoken about these items on this show. Jose is a testament to the power of healthy self-care habits. For him, it was not about just ensuring his life, but it kept him away from death, meaning he didn't give into committing suicide as his previous cohorts had done in the beginning. You know, I keep talking. And I keep forgetting to spell out the tip. I was about to go there. I'm saying, okay, focus, focus, focus. Thus, tip number three is to come up with a plan to overcome your adversity. Your plan should include healthy self-care habits. Yes, they should. Our 501c3 nonprofit organization, JNTEL, and A Healing Peace are looking for community partners to support our mission. We are bridging the gap between faith-based and therapeutic resources. Consider partnering with us. Go to jintel.org slash donate and contribute. By contributing in this manner, you ensure that we continue to spread this inspiring and encouraging message. Let's move forward. We all know that as soon as we decide to do something different and change our behaviors, there can be opposition, or we may become tired. Therefore, this tip requires that you find inspiration on your journey. 
The inspiration can be positive affirmations, scriptures, and the like. Jose revealed that reading inspired him. He read a book about others being in harsh situations. In fact, they were in concentration camps. He was reading about Jews in the concentration camps. And he read about their survival. In the reading, he learned that it was necessary to find meaning and purpose in his experiences. For him, his purpose became to return to his family. Jose took the opportunity to find inspiration and to learn from someone else how to overcome adversity. Therefore, this tip is to find your inspiration, which includes being willing to learn from others to provide insights and determination to overcome your adversity. Since I'm talking about the whole learning from others, Let's go ahead and build upon this information. Jose's journey required that he build authentic connections and curate a support system. He expressed the importance of the six hostages working their daily routines with one another. This support was key to their survival. Jose continued building his support system once he gained his freedom by going to a therapist. He understood that he needed someone who can help him heal from the trauma that he endured. He also noted that he engaged with his therapist like a friend. He authentically expressed his experiences. Thus, tip number five is to find safe relationships to build your supportive community. We've talked about this tip a lot over the years. And here are some other items to look for as you tackle this tip. Find and engage in authentic friendships where you can openly discuss your adversaries, your adversities, all of those things that is troubling and and shocking your system if you want to call it as such number two establish connections with like-minded individuals who care and help you navigate life's roller coaster sometimes which we already saw with jose these connections are actually with the therapist or coach therapists and coaches they are trained to guide you through life's roller coaster sometimes we just need a little extra support building upon tip number five when jose sought support from a therapist he continued on his healing journey on this journey he transformed his trauma into strength when we address unresolved issues and actively participate in our healing journey We are ultimately allowing our trauma to be a catalyst for growth. Thus, tip number six is, as we heal, understand that we are transitioning from trauma to strength. Simply, I'm requesting that we shift our mindsets and embrace the stronger individuals that we're becoming because our 
adversity. Now, this tip, I really do enjoy it because so many times while we're going through challenges and pains, very rarely do we think of, oh, I'm becoming stronger. Very rarely do we consider our experiences something that is making us a healthier individual. It's definitely those growth pains. And as I say this, I think about muscle and how muscle grows or develops. And basically muscle develops when we can no longer pick something up, when we have reached the point of complete strain. That's only when we start building the muscle. When it's easy and we can do like five reps very simply with no effort, you're actually not building muscle. It's when you hit that 10th or 11th rep where your arms is like, I can't do this anymore. And you push through it. And then you start pulling from a place where you didn't have strength at before. And all and behold, once you get through all that, that's when you start developing that muscle. And lo and behold, in our trauma, unfortunately, it is terrible. I don't recommend it. I'm not telling anybody to sign up to go be a hostage. Nope, that's not what I'm saying. But what it can do is it can provide strength in other areas of our lives that we least expect it because we're working and straining through and we're persevering from those difficult situations. So again, tip number six, as we heal, understand that we're transitioning from trauma to strength. Thank you very much. Now, going back just a little bit, when I was talking about tip number four, I talked about how Jose was reading the book And as he was reading, he found his purpose, which motivated him to not give up. He was like, huh, I'm going to see my family. I'm doing this today. Hmm, I'm going to see my family. And he was motivated. He was driven. And once he gained his freedom, his purpose shifted. He transitioned from a corporate career to a mission-driven life fueled by the purpose rooted in helping others. For tip number seven, reflect on the deeper reasons behind your actions and decisions. As you do this, identify your purpose. When we understand our purpose, it can be a driving force in our time of adversity. For Jose, understanding his purpose made him unstoppable. He said it numerously. He's like, I am unstoppable. How can you be unstoppable because you are driving forward in your purpose? And again, this tip is so important and relevant to our being because, again, we're allowing our trauma and we're moving from our trauma to our strength. And not only are we moving to our strength, but then it becomes I'm able to help other people. And as I'm helping, I'm being reminded of who I am as an individual. And as I say this, it actually leads me to the wonderful tip number eight, which is once you get to the other side where you overcame your adversity, 
share your wisdom. Leverage your resilience and recognize the power of sharing your journey. I will admit, I do this all the time as I talk to you guys on this podcast. I I share numerously my journey, the things that I've learned. And I'll tell you, there's so much power when I do this. I I know for myself, it, it gives me a sense of confidence and it helps me to not live in a place of shame and guilt. It gives me the opportunity to be self-expressed. And I told someone before, I said, man, it's actually quite therapeutic because as I'm speaking, I'm walking in my healing and it's becoming more and more anchored in my being. And just like for yourself, the things that you go through in your adversity, when you're able to share your experiences, they go beyond textbook advice. And that was something that Jose brought up. He was like, hey, what I experienced, they study this and, and doctors talk and, and they formulate their ideas and, and come and draw conclusions. But he was like, I am the conclusion because I was in it. And when we're able to express our experiences after being in them, it has so much power. It has so much strength and courage and impact to those who are on their journey. And I I know these tips, these last several tips really address what do you do when you're coming out of that adversity and getting to a place of hope, getting to a place of there is more for you to have, there's more for you to live, there's more that God has designed for your life, and you're being focused on that purpose versus the problems and the pain. So I normally give you guys 10 tips, but I only have eight tips, but that's okay because these eight tips are really powerful and it really reveals the resilience that it takes to overcome adversity and and having a renewed mindset. And, And in that renewed mindset, being able to conquer new challenges and being able to be in that parallel universe in that awesome state that you desire. And before I close out, I have a question for you. Do you want more support to overcome adversity in your relationships, which have shaped your outlook in life? If you answer yes, then join us this January for our Living Free to Be Me program. A previous participant had this to say about the program. Living Free to Be Me is a great opportunity to heal from emotional wounds. Structured journaling and reflection guide us to process negative experiences healthily. There is intentional emotional balance in the program that help us from feeling overwhelmed by negative emotions. Having components of purposeful positivity was something that I looked forward to. It allowed me to continue with the program and not quit. It also provides a structured framework so that I can address other issues that come up and need to be dealt with. 
I feel lighter, less angry, and happier. I've had multiple friends comment on how I seem different. I highly recommend it to anyone looking to heal and move forward. And you will notice in her review, she was like, hey, I'm working through, I'm processing these negative emotions. They can be overwhelming. But she was in a safe environment to address them. And we guided her through that journey. So what exactly is our Living Free to Be Me program? Our intensive seven-week program. Now, I say intensive because for seven weeks, you're going to be doing life work. You're going to have group sessions. You're going to be working on new habits, being entered into your, your daily routine. There's an opportunity just to build friendships with people who are in the same mindset of, I'm getting the help that I need, so I'm not being entangled by these emotional wounds. So that's why it's intensive. It's not a time where you just come and you hear a lesson and you walk away. No, you come, you're part of a group, you're growing, you're learning, you are processing those, those experiences that have hurt you in the past. You're developing new habits and tools. You're managing your emotions. You're doing all of this in a judgment-free zone where you can explore your experiences and not feel embarrassed, fueled with shame and guilt, but you're able to be authentic with them. We, we focus on that positive mindset so that you can let go of those negative emotions and live a more fulfilled life. And of course, you all know it. I love talking about God and This program is a great place to embrace God as you confront unresolved emotions. Now, I know all of this sounds great. So that's why I want you guys to come on out this January 8th. It kicks off on a Monday from 7 to 8.30 CST. It ends February 19th because seven-week program. Registration is at jintel.org slash living hyphen free that's j-i-n-t-e-l dot org slash living hyphen free spend time with us in the new year and we will equip you to thrive for the rest of the year and of course as usual i want you guys to enjoy your holiday for us we're gonna be on a holiday break because like i said before i'm always working on slowing down And we're going to return this sometime in the new year. But until then, I want you guys to enjoy your holiday season. And I would love to see you in January for our Living Free program. It's worth the investment. It's worth saying goodbye to those previous wounds. And of course, if you're still listening, feel free to donate to J Intelligence Networks, jintel.org. Go to our website, donate, support us, and help us to continue build our mission of providing wonderful programs for emotional health but again so i can stop talking enjoy the rest of the year and i will see you next year Mm